Hi everyone, I'm Ekta Kapoor. Welcome to Ishi Podcast. Today I'm speaking to Samra Zafar about single motherhood, freedom and fearlessness. Uh, Samra is an award-winning Pakistani-Canadian motivational speaker, best-selling author and educator for equity, mental health and human rights. Her book, A Good Wife, Escaping the Life I Never Chose, is based on her journey of escaping an abusive child marriage to, to pursue her education and it really shed light on gender-based oppression, even in the developed world. It was one of CBC's best books of 2019 and is now being adapted to a premium TV series. So thank you, Samra, for being here. And uh, can you also tell us about your journey and how you went from a girl from a very traditional South Asian, uh, you know, value systems uh, to being a single mother out of choice? And and what have you learned along the way? Yeah, so, you know, uh, you said the key word here, Ekta, which is choice. And I truly believe that uh, a woman's freedom and her honor lies in her freedom of choice. So uh, uh, sadly, though, my my choice was taken away from me at the age of 16 when I was forced into marriage uh, to a man who was much older than me, who lived in this faraway country called Canada. And uh, I was shipped off there as his uh, teen bride, as his child bride. And I became a teenage mom and uh, and went through over a decade of abuse and violence and oppression, not allowed to go back to school, uh, not allowed to finish my education, have a career or any of those things. Um, and this was all happening while I was living in Canada. So, um, you know, that goes to show that uh, violence against women and gender based oppression and these kinds of things are not just limited to, you know, the South Asian subcontinent or other parts of the world. This, these happen everywhere, even in so-called very feminist and progressive countries. So um, it's a very universal issue. And um, for me, uh, my biggest uh, thing was education. And that was something I was not willing to give up on. Um, for any reason. So I uh, just kept pushing and pursuing my education, finished my high school through distance learning, then uh, then started university. And that's where I started regaining my confidence and learning about my rights and eventually gained the courage to walk out my marriage. But the main factor that, that uh, prompted me and, and uh, motivated me to leave that marriage was uh, uh, about my daughters. So I have two daughters and I was I did not want them to grow up thinking that the abuse that their father was inflicting on me was normal. I didn't want them to grow up thinking that this is how women are supposed to be treated for any reason. And um, I didn't want them to normalize it and accept it in their own lives as well, because that's how the generational cycle of abuse continues, because kids who grow up watching it will normalize it and then they will inflict it or accept it in their own lives. And, and it just goes on and on. So. Um, at that point, really, my choice was driven by by the um, determination to break that cycle and not uh, create that similar kind of life for my daughters as I had had. Uh, and um, and at, and by then, there was like no looking back after that because I knew that this is the right thing to do. <laughs> yes, Samra. In fact, uh, I was going to ask you now that having lived in three different countries, uh, you know, Pakistan, UAE, and Canada. What do you think uh, is required from society as a whole uh, to ensure that women feel free and safe since we're talking about the topic of freedom? Uh, what does it take for a woman to feel free and safe? Uh, yeah. I think, you know, when it comes to 
real freedom when it comes to you know um, your autonomy i think there's there's a two worlds that we need to be aware of one is your internal world and then the external world and i think if you know what let's talk about the internal world first that's your thoughts that's your um ideas that's your values and uh oftentimes uh you know when we are especially when we're growing up as young girls our that internal world of ours is very much influenced by what we see around us because that shapes who we are so if we are seeing patriarchy if we are seeing uh uh you know that a power imbalance in our family where the dad is the head of the household and the mom is the subjugated uh, submissive one if we are seeing domestic abuse being justified uh in the community um yes it is a phoenix <laughs> uh and when we see um you know uh, a lot of the abuse and things like that be, being justified when we see oppression being justified even things like you know jab a ladki paida hoti hai to people are like when a girl is born you know they in urdu they say allah mein iske naseeb acche kare which is like oh may she get a good uh, uh, you know a good uh, kismat or a good destiny which which in turn husband a, a good husband <laughs> it means a good husband really and and you know when a boy is born uh, then oh mera beta engineer banega doctor banega right like my son will be engineer doctor whatever like ambitious but a girl is born oh you know the whole thing is may she get a good husband so like those things start from such a young age you know and growing up i always felt like i was living in a very confused world because on one hand i was being encouraged to study and and uh, and be a top student and on the other hand i was always told that uh, oh don't do, you know give her some medicine so she doesn't grow so tall how will we find a guy for her or um oh uh, you know she's so fair skinned this kid to aram se ladka mil jayega right like those kinds of things uh, you hear that and in you uh, a girl will basically grow up believing that her ultimate destiny and her ultimate purpose is to serve a man right and that's that's how the internal world is formed um and and then when when a, a girl grows into a woman and let's say you know she does have that uh, sort of uh, courage to get away from it like uh, and not all women do but you know um, uh, but i think it's all inside of us but uh, not all of us are able to find it and utilize it sadly so the women that do that uh, they are then subjugated and ridiculed and oppressed because not just by men but even by women like most of the backlash that i faced is from women my mom my mother in law like others uh, you know aunts and uh, uh, cousins and things in my family and in the community in the neighborhood even even in toronto and uh, the way i've looked at it now is like the way i look at it instead of taking it personally i realize that you know if a woman has lived all her life believing that she's not equal and she has tolerated all kinds of abuse and oppression because of that belief So when she looks at a woman like me who's telling her that she's equal that's a very hard pill to swallow that means for her it's she has to admit that she's been she's been living her life based on a lie and that is a really hard pill to swallow so a lot of times women will lash out at other women who reflect to them maybe some of the double standards that they've been living by uh because they are uh, they may be afraid for whatever reason to step out of the comfort zone and to be able to change their internal world so i think you know to your question what needs to change i think change needs to happen on so many levels change needs to happen on a mindset level change needs to happen on a dialogue level like what kind of um things are we saying we think oh you know that uh, a girl gets rejected by a marriage proposal by a rishta that that it's it's no big deal but it takes such a toll on the girl's self esteem if she's getting rejected for 
things that she has no control over, like her looks or her skin color or, you know, uh, her height and things like that. Um, so what kind of standards are we teaching our girls? We need to really evaluate and be mindful of that kind of dialogue in our society. And how are we treating women who are daring to walk away from all of that? Are we ridiculing them or are we supporting them? Are we shunning them and shaming them or are we lifting them up? And those are questions we all need to ask. Uh, and uh, and I think as women, we need to do a much, much better job of supporting each other. Uh, because if we don't support each other, how can we expect uh, the men to support us? Uh, but then on the other hand, we also need men who are allies and who are those strong figures who are going to challenge patriarchy because a lot of men will not listen to women, but they will listen to other men. So I think it has to be a very multi-pronged approach. And I think at every level, things need to happen on an individual level, on a community level, on a family level and on a society level and on a political level as well, you know, on a nation and, and universal level, that things need to be called out and brushed and brought out from under the rug and talked about because silence only helps the oppressor. And there is no honor in silence. A woman's honor is defined and should be defined only and solely by her individuality, her dreams and goals, who she is as a person, her freedom, her choices, and that's it. Not by her uh, clothing style or her marital status or her ability to bear children or her, um, you know, divorcee or not or any of that or her age or her looks. That that uh, like that like it's it 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 just makes me cringe you know how a woman is everyone's honor you know and you know a woman holds everyone everyone's honor in her hands but she's never honored for who she is and that is what needs to change on a very fundamental level absolutely that's a very powerful point that you, you just made there and uh, and i'm i'm just absolutely zapped uh, how similar things are in both our sides of the world uh, in in yours as well as mine i mean these values are still very much in place. Uh, girls are judged entirely on their uh, on their beauty from the day that they're small children. Uh, their skin color and their overall looks becomes the most important uh, defining characteristic of that child. Even if she may have several other talents and skills, but she's going to be judged on her looks. Why? Because someday it's those looks that are going to, you know, get her a good husband. So, so that becomes like the primary. Uh, you know, everybody's focus exactly. is on her, and, her looks and her and you honor. know what happens? And when a woman leaves uh, that kind of patriarchy or the marital sort of, uh, you know, mm. arrangement, like gets divorced or becomes a single mother or any of that, like she's constantly reminded of that, of that she's a failure. Like my brother-in-law called me. Like, so here I was, you know, I left my marriage. I went to university as a single mother. I was working five jobs at a time, uh, you know, part-time jobs and raising my children single handedly and pursuing full-time university and I graduated as the top student in the entire university of Toronto which is the top university in Canada. I was a 17-time scholarship winner. I finished my master's on full-paid scholarship and now I'm becoming a doctor and even you know after all and I've, I've been named as the one of the top 100 most powerful women in Canada and I've won numerous awards my own brother-in-law calls me and says, what's the point of you winning all these awards if you failed at the real purpose of being a woman? So this is this is what needs to change because a woman's purpose is not to serve men and, and to serve community and to, you know, be selfless as if like ourselves don't even matter. Like a woman's purpose is what she defines it to be. It's 
you know she is a complete woman when she is a girl when a girl is born she is a complete individual in herself she doesn't need to be someone's wife someone's mother someone's daughter someone's anything she herself as an entity is complete and until and unless we acknowledge that as a society we're not going to be able to move forward absolutely you know i would be interested in knowing what is uh, what is your idea of freedom and and secondly you know you have exemplified the idea of fearlessness through your actions and your choices so what is the message that you want to give other women that's a, that's a great question ekta thank you and and freedom like i said before for me is about freedom of uh, of choice and freedom of individuality when a woman is able to express and be herself and to live the way she wants pursue her dreams and opportunities without any fear of backlash when she's able to dress the way she wants without any fear of sexual harassment or any of that uh that is when she's truly clearly uh free and i think everyone regardless of gender uh deserves that freedom to be who they are and be accepted and respected for their life choices and their values and morals however uh you know controversial they may be on in others eyes we can disagree we can you know we can choose to have different morals but that doesn't mean that we ridicule people who are different uh, than us in any way shape or form um and then coming to fearlessness actually i'm not a big fan of the word fearless because fearless means that um you know you live without fear and that is not realistic uh fear is a very very normal part of our human emotion spectrum fear is very natural fear is even healthy fear keeps us away from doing things that could harm us potentially or hurt us you know fear keeps us away from going into uh the middle of a forest uh, you know which is infested by you know by animals who will eat us alive or something like that fears fear is what holds us back from doing a lot of things that would uh, that would hurt hurt us so fear is a very healthy emotion and if it's not something you know the word fearless almost gives the impression and connotation that fear is something bad and you know if you're if you're feeling fear then you're weak or you're somehow um you know Uh, uh not brave enough or something so uh, uh and that's that's a very i think it's a very negative and a very um unnatural and unhealthy way to look at fear uh so when it comes to i i love the words courage and bravery instead and when it comes to courage and bravery those things are not the absence of fear courage is not the absence of fear courage is yes i'm afraid yes I'm terrified of this choice. I'm terrified of what the future may look like and and the uncertainty is scary. But I believe in it strongly and I am still going to move forward with the faith that everything will work out eventually. That is what courage is. So when I left my marriage, I wasn't fearless. I was terrified. But I was courageous because even despite the fear, I had the power to uh to move forward and the courage to move forward within me so when it when it comes to fear you know uh we cannot choose whether we feel fear or not feelings we cannot never choose our feelings feelings are there feelings are valid and they're natural but we can what we can choose what is in our power is that uh whether we're going to allow that fear to hold us back or to push us forward and those are the choices that make or break our lives that make or break our choices and and our you know uh, our our structure and our future 
and are present. So, you know, if when I was leaving my marriage, uh, I was terrified. I was terrified of family backlash and cultural stigma and the shame and whether I'll find someone ever or not, or the sexual harassment that I also faced when I left or the, the vitriol and the hate. Um, even you know the uncertainty i was living in poverty i was almost homeless i was i was uh, I, I was like i said working multiple minimum wage jobs on campus just to make ends meet and put food on the table for my children yes it was a very very scary time but i had that choice am i going to succumb to this fear and stay in my marriage or am am i going to believe that even if there is a tiny chance that i can make it and the future will look better am i going to take that chance or not and i chose to take that chance and i'm really really glad that i did because yes it wasn't easy but the life that i have built today i would never have known how gloriously amazing my life could have been so so again coming back to you know fear and even when i started sharing my story publicly i was terrified of the the uh, how my family will react how the community and the culture will react what kind of hate i would get and yes i did get all of those things but i also got a tremendous amount of love and support and this is why i'm sitting in front of you here today right so again i was afraid yes but i chose to do it anyway because i believed in it and i knew that my story wasn't just my story my story is the story of millions and millions of women and girls around the world who continue to suffer in silence and i wanted to break the silence for those millions of silence that silences that need to be broken and i knew that my my first thing could would be to to just speak up and then things evolve from there so not that i wasn't afraid of doing it i wasn't fearless but i was courageous so there's a distinction i think between being fearless and being brave and courageous and i think as women we we should move towards being brave and courageous because yes we will feel afraid but we don't have to let that fear hold us back from doing things that are right for us and that are going to propel us forward Oh that's that's just brilliant and I think you've just brought so many issues up uh, in you know you've talked about the logistical issues you've talked about the honor uh, part of it you've talked about uh, having to deal with uh, a lot of a lot of other factors uh, which uh, women are rightly afraid of uh, facing when they uh, leave a marriage or when they choose not to be married in fact um we have a uh, we have a question um from the audience and we also have a comment here uh it's the courage to face difficult situations that makes your destiny fear is natural totally agree and before that uh, pragya had asked that a lot of uh, you know do you think our media is also responsible in creating these mindsets that marriage is a woman's ultimate destiny you know when we see all these tv shows uh, and a lot oh of oh my god don't even get me started on that i get so cringy and you know i uh, so i have an esthetician here in toronto who i go to every uh, you know uh, just to get my ladies work done and then uh, you know she always has these pakistani dramas thing on her on her tv and as i'm getting my nails done or you know like my hair and other stuff so she's she's like she has these dramas thing and every every single one of them is somehow around marriage around like marriageability around some rishta around some you know like um just it's all love triangles and somebody's cheating on somebody and and you know and, and this idea of honor and like it, it just makes me want to explode i'm like is that all a woman is for 
like is that all there is where where are those dramas and those shows where they see women starting businesses or you know are are going and pursuing academics and uh, and kicking ass in their careers and and you know a champion and championing their individuality or speaking up for different causes or or just being who they are as individuals and practicing their their human and and fundamental human legal rights like i like where are those where are those aspirational kind of uh, uh you know female role, role models so our media is always just revolving around the same same topics of like family politics and like you know hanging on to this guy or that guy and as if like our entire life is driven by a competition of who's going to marry the best sort of and you know um uh, the best match or whatever and like as if like you know this is this is all that completes us and all that defines us it it just makes me want to explore i'm like who is writing these things <laughs> so we should have the conviction in ourselves uh to live the life the way that we want um and um, yeah thank you for being who you are and for the courage that uh you've displayed and the courage that you're sharing with other women and the more we share it we give courage to other women to live their truth and to share their stories as well so it's important uh and but at the same time i would say that uh unless uh, you you've kind of taken that step yourself uh we have that song right aag ka darya doob ke jana so i think unless you don't go through that uh, the fire yourself uh you know it's it's difficult to kind of explain the what the experience is actually all about i think also i would like to uh i would like to also just tell everybody please uh stay in touch even individually i'm very approachable on social media so you can find me on instagram facebook linkedin uh my website anywhere so uh i love hearing from readers and so if you want to write to me directly please please by all means do and i uh and i will absolutely read it and respond yes she is very approachable and i vouch for that <laughs> so, so thank you and good night bye bye